What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Big Ten Takeover. I am your host, Donovan White, here to talk about the Heisman Trophy. Uh, college ball season is coming to the finale, which of course means that the Heisman Trophy will be awarded this Saturday to the most outstanding player in all of college ball. But of course, if you like Big Ten football, college ball, SEC, uh, Big 12, Pac-12, ACC, even NFL, MLB, things like that, make sure you go hit the subscribe button on YouTube to the TakeOver Sports Network and get up-to-date access and alerts for all of our content. I mean, before I break down and give my thoughts on the Heisman Trophy, of course, don't forget about our partnership with Prize Picks, especially with bowl season coming up. Use the promo code TAKEOVER for 100% instant deposit match up to $100 through Prize Picks. It's daily fantasy made easy by picking two to five players and over under on their projections and went up to 10 times on any entry. They've got an easy to use mobile app both on the App Store and Google Play and entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. So, again, if you're watching, scan that QR code. If you're listening, use the promo code TAKEOVER for 100% instant deposit match up to $100. All right. So, the Heisman Trophy course, awarded to the most outstanding player in all of college football. We know who the candidates are, uh, all quarterbacks this year, and I'll kind of talk about that towards the end of my thoughts of the Heisman Trophy. Um, but let's look at the candidates. I'm going to give you just an analytical numbers based off the numbers, who should it be based off their play, who should it be, based, um, at least in my opinion, and, and kind of go from there. And of course, we'll discuss the outlier in there which I think everybody, um, excluding Georgia fans, is on page with that person being an outlier. Let's start at the top. Caleb Williams from USC. When Ohio State lost to Michigan, C.J. Stroud, I think, was the favorite, not by a lot. He was obviously the huge, the favorite coming in with Bryce Young kind of right there behind him. But when C.J. Stroud and Ohio State lost to Michigan a couple of weeks ago, Caleb Williams vaulted up into the overwhelming favorite for the Heisman Trophy. And it seemed like that – that was going to be the case, right? They're going to go play Utah in the Pac-12 championship um, and win or lose. It seemed like as long as he plays well, it seems like it could be his right on the lockdown. Well, they lost handedly to Utah 47, 24. Uh, he was playing injured. Absolutely. Um, he still was out there enough to be able to throw. He couldn't run obviously, which is a huge part to his dynamic game he was out there enough to throw. Um, and it seemed as though since that game that they lost, and with a few other things that we'll talk about, the Heisman is not up in the air, but it's not as certain, right, as you think it is. In years, it was very clear that it was going to be Joe Burrow, right? It seemed like it was very clear that it was going to be Devontae Smith, right, and so on and so forth. It, it still seems like Caleb Williams is the favorite, but you never know, um, especially with some of the other guys in the mix. Caleb Williams had 4,000, a little bit and some change passing yards. He had the most passing yards of any of these four candidates. He had 66% completion rate, and if you look it up and you see it, um, it might be like 66.1 or 66.5. I didn't round up or down for any of these. I didn't round up for any of these candidates. 66% completion rate. He is tied for the most passing touchdowns at 37, tied for the least amount of interceptions with only four, has an 86.5 QBR, which is one of the high, higher ones, and, and it's just a couple numbers different. And then, of course, the rushing aspect of his game. He's a dynamic player when he gets outside of the pocket, um, whether he's running on design runs, running when the play breaks down, or throwing on the run. He is about as good as it gets when he throws on the run. It's it's I, I don't want to say Patrick Mahomes-esque, but it's it's really good. The kid's going to be the number one pick in the draft uh, when he declares, not this year, but the following year. We move on. So keep, keep track of that, folks. Leads of these four candidates in passing yards. And in rushing yards or touchdowns, right? And another candidate has more yards, but 
Caleb Williams has 10 touchdowns rushing, so he leads in that category. And then tied for the best in passing touchdowns, 37, and the least amount of interceptions uh, with four. Moving on to C.J. Stroud, Buckeyes. Again, the favorite coming into the season seemed like he could absolutely – like. It, I, I, I've made the comment to some people when they played Michigan and say, listen, this is not only to win the Big Ten and to secure a spot guaranteed in the playoff to beat Michigan. It's also for a Heisman Trophy coming back to Columbus for the first time since 2006, 2007 with Troy Smith at quarterback for the Buckeyes. And it didn't happen. And so that seemingly slipped away from him. And I still think it'll be the case. But the numbers, here's his numbers. And, and I think one thing to keep in mind, I didn't do the averages of what they would be if he had another game. But he had 3,375 passing yards, 66% completion rate, 37 touchdowns, which is tied for the most with Caleb Williams, six interceptions, and then the highest QBR of the bunch, 87.7. Now, his numbers are not as high as they were last year. I think last year they didn't have um, – let me rephrase that. This year they did not have the weapons, in my opinion, that they had last year. Uh, Chris Olave, Garrett Wilson – Jackson Smith and Jigba healthy. Uh, those three gone with as well. Marvin Harrison Jr. in the sideline uh, kind of last year. He played, obviously had a great Rose Bowl, but was behind those three guys. Jeremy Ruckert uh, was there as well. So um, lose, lost some key pieces. Some He lost his top three receivers from last year with Jackson Smith and Jigba being out. But uh, if you add another game to this, he's probably uh, close to you know 3,700 yards, maybe 3,800 yards passing. Probably another three touchdowns with 40, two, three touchdowns with 40. Now, granted, that was a, if they would have played a Purdue. I think he would have, you know, thrown the lights out for that game and his QBR would have gone up. So CJ Stroud's another one. Again, just keep in mind these numbers m- tied for the most amount of passing touchdowns, the highest QBR of the bunch. Then we move to Max Duggan, who is statistics and analytically wise, he's not the, the cream of the crop in this group. But what he does have, and anyone who watched the Big 12 championship game knows that it's very evident, he has probably the most heart, him and Stetson Bennett, the most heart out of this group and, and arguably out of college football. Dude is a baller. He puts his team on his back when it, when it comes down to it. He makes mistakes. It always happens. But he puts his team on his back. You could see after some of those long runs, uh, he was he was almost to the point of needing a, like a, a break, like an injury timeout, because he was so gassed. Now, why they didn't quarterback sneak it to win the game is beyond me. Had they done that, then I think this would have gotten a lot more interesting for him potentially winning the Heisman. I still think he maybe has a chance, depending on how the voters go. Um, and one thing I also didn't know, these four are not picked out by just some committee out in the in, in the uh, wayside. These four are the, the highest vote getters, right? So the, the vote's already in. The Heisman's already been decided, but these four are the highest vote getters. So he's in there in the top four. Um, passing yards, he's got 3,321 completion percentage, 65%, 30 passing touchdowns to only four, um, interceptions, which again is tied for the least amount with Caleb Williams. He's got the second best ratio when it comes to that next to Caleb Williams. And then his QBR is 80.5, which is the lowest of the group. Um, and it's, it's the biggest drop off, uh, by, by about six, six or seven, depending on who you're comparing him to. Uh, he does add, obviously, to the rushing element, something that like C.J. Stroud doesn't. Uh, he's got 404 rushing yards, the most rushing yards, and six rushing touchdowns, second most to, excuse me, third most to Stetson Bennett and Caleb Williams. So when you look at Max Duggan, his stats don't pop out at you, but his heart, the way he carries his team, 
is very, very evident. He is the heart and soul of that team. Um, you could just tell watching when they played Kansas State. And then lastly, the elephant in the room, or should I say the, the bulldog in the room, uh, Stetson Bennett. Now, I always preface this with you know, Georgia fans, if you're listening, I don't particularly like the SEC. I'm a Big Ten fan. I'm an Ohio State fan. I don't particularly like the SEC. Um, I, I don't particularly like Georgia. And I, I'm sure you feel the same way with Michigan and Ohio State. I don't like the top teams in the SEC. It's just, that's how I was born and raised in the Midwest in Columbus, Ohio. That being said, I love Stetson Bennett. The kid uh, has a confidence to him that is not undeserved. He was a former walk-on that earned a scholarship. I was a former walk-on that earned a scholarship. I love everything about his mentality and the way his teammates surround him and the way he cares about the program and the way he loves the game. Because uh, as, a, as a Division I walk-on, it's it's a very tough life. And as a Division I walk-on to earn a scholarship, it's, it's a lot that you have to commit to and a lot that you have to sacrifice. And he did that at the highest level, like quarterback, no, 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 a division one quarterback for one thing, but at Georgia of all places to go do that. Um, he earned everything he's gotten. He's earned everything, every team and every, every individual comp- accomplishment that he's gotten. He is the, you know, kind of outlier in this group to some extent. He's got 3,400 passing yards, which is more than Max Duggan, more than CJ Stroud. Played another game more than C.J. Stroud, obviously, in the SEC Championship, but pretty comparable with those three. Um, about Again, about six, 700 yards away from Caleb Williams. So completion percentage, he's got the highest, 68% of the group. Um, I'm going to skip down a little bit. QBR is 86.3, which is the second highest, excuse me, third highest of the group, but 0.2 away from Caleb Williams, um, about one point. Uh, four away from CJ Stroud, 1.3 away from CJ Stroud. And he's got 184 rushing yards, not a lot of rushing yards, but seven rushing touchdowns. He's a mobile guy. Um, he's probably, I mean, uh, three of these four guys, Caleb Williams, obviously the most athletic, but Max Duggan, and Stetson Bennett are still mobile guys that can get out of the pocket or do some design things in the run game. CJ Stroud, um, for all the times I scream at the TV, is not apparently he, and he might be the second most athletic behind Caleb Williams, but not his play style. I get it. What I'll jump back to, why he's the outlier in the room, is he's got 20 touchdowns and six interceptions. He's got the least amount of touchdowns. Uh, next closest is Max Duggan, so he's 10 touchdowns, less than Max Duggan, and yet he's got six interceptions, uh, which is uh, tied for most. Again, six interceptions on the season is not bad. Uh, I mean, C.J. Stroud at 37-6, and six, Stetson Bennett at 20-6. and six. So six on the year is not bad. That's uh, that's like a half one every almost like a little more than every game. So a half interception, every game, one interception, every other game and some change, like one, every two and a quarter games. Um, he's the outlier in the room because his stats are, are, are not the best. And I think there's three reasons to that one, he benefits from having the best team uh, 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 compared to any of these candidates, right? He's got the best defense of any of these candidates. In my opinion, he's got the best offensive line of any of these candidates. Maybe USC could make that argument too. They've got a really good offensive line. He's got the best structure around him. Uh, maybe not the best playmakers, right? He's got Brock Bowers, who was probably the best tight end in football. He's got Darnell Washington, who's a really good tight end. Um, but he doesn't have Marvin Harrison Jr. He doesn't have a Mecca Buka. I personally don't think he has a Trayvon Henderson when Henderson is healthy. Uh, but he's got, a, obviously, a good system around him. He is a lot like, I think, J.J. McCarthy in Michigan's offense, just with some souped-up, more talented players. Now, are they as disciplined? Are they as uh, better fundamentally as, like, Michigan's offensive line? No, I don't think – and I also don't think George's running backs are as good as Blake Corm or Donovan Edwards. But similar type of offense where he's got some more weapons in Michigan, obviously with Brock Bowers, I know Washington, um, even McConkley, right? So 
he's got the playmakers around him, but I honestly think he's the worst of the four quarterbacks. Folks, I don't even think he is a top five quarterback golf ball. Those three, C.J. Stroud, Max Duggan, Caleb Williams, I think are obviously better than him. And Georgia fans, don't take this as a, as a, um, a, a dish to him. I just I think he is a really good quarterback for what George runs. He's a national championship winning quarterback, obviously an SEC championship winning quarterback. But Georgia around him, right, for the past year and this year, past two years, have been exactly what he needs, right? Similar to what you see, in my opinion, at Michigan with J.J. McCarthy. And I think J.J. McCarthy might have more raw potential than Stetson Bennett. But Stroud's a better quarterback. Max Duggan's a better quarterback. Caleb Williams is a better quarterback. Bryce Young is a better quarterback. Uh, I, I think there's even more quarterbacks out there. You could make an argument for Jackson Dart, the old Miss. You could make an argument for – I could make the argument for Aiden O'Connell, but that's because I love him as a gunslinger and the way that he plays also a former walk-on. So you have quarterbacks out there that are, in my opinion, just better quarterbacks than him. I think um, Drake May at UNC is definitely a better quarterback. The new Clemson quarterback, whose name I won't even try to butcher, not Uyungi Lele, but uh, Cade Klobinick, I think his last name is, might be better too based off the way he played. So – Again, no shot to Setson Bennett. I love the heart he's got. I love the discipline he's got. I love the the, the leadership he has. But he does deserve to be there. Uh, Blake Corum deserves to be there over Stetson Bennett. Bryce Young might deserve to be there over Stetson Bennett. The numbers might not back it up, but he deserves to be there over Stetson Bennett. And I'll give my pick who I think it should be, who I think it will be at the end of this. But I think it all kind of ties back into the Heisman Trophy itself. I don't know, and I don't think there's been enough definition. I think that's part of they leave it up to the the, the, the public and the fans' thoughts and, and opinions is, is this award for the most valuable or the best, right? The, the, the verbiage is the most outstanding player in all of college football. Well, if it's the most valuable, it's probably Caleb Williams or Max Duggan, right? Most valuable, Blake Corum, maybe, right? Most valuable, Drake May. Most valuable, um, you know, you can go down the list. If you go based off of the best, this is where things get a little different, in my opinion. If you go off the best players, right, not the most valuable. Most valuable is almost every single time going to be a quarterback, right? Blake Corm is, is another thing. Bijan Robinson is one. Um, you can go down the list of others, right? But if you go off the best player, if that's what the, if that's what it is, the most outstanding and outstanding leaves a little room for some wiggle room, right? It's outstanding or best or uh, spectacular, whatever the, the the verb or the adjective that you want to use. If you go off the best player, CJ Stroud is not in this. Max Duggan is not in this. Stetson Bennett is not one of the finalists in this. If you went off the best player, and I'll use outstanding and best synonymously with this because the Heisman Trophy doesn't want to. If you went off the best players in this, your four, if you stick with four finalists, I think are probably Caleb Williams before one of them. You have Marvin Harrison Jr. as another because he's the best receiver in the country, probably the best offensive player in the country, him or Caleb Williams. You've got uh, Jalen Carter out of Georgia because he is probably the best defensive player in the country. And then you throw in some more names like Will Anderson, who's had a, not as much of a consistent year this year as he did last year, but he's a, he's a, of a project maybe in the NFL, but he's a great player. You look at other guys like Jordan Addison at a USC. You look at other guys like Peter Skaronsky, left tackle from Northwestern. You look at other guys like uh, the the defensive lineman out of Clemson or the linebacker out of Clemson. Or, or you look at who's the best player in college football. And I think a lot of times the draft helps you with that, right? The draft tells you, okay, here's the Heisman. Here's who the best players are, right? Uh, Chase Young was the second overall pick in the draft, and 
him and Joe Burrow were the two best players. They went one and two. And I don't think he finished second in the Heisman, like in the third or fourth, right? But he was the second best player, maybe the best player in college football that year, him or Joe Burrow. And so you look at it, it's like, well, Caleb Williams is probably the best quarterback this year. Marvin Harrison Jr. is probably the best, is, is the best wide receiver, maybe the best offensive player. Jalen Carter is the best defensive tackle, probably the best defensive player in, in, in college football this year. And you kind of go down the list, you go, okay, if the award truly went to the best player in college football, it's one of those three guys, in my opinion. Jalen Carter, Marvin Harrison Jr., Caleb Williams. But because, or Peter Skaronsky, or, or a few others that you can pick, probably more alignment, D-alignment than I'm missing. So uh, that's the flawed nature of the Heisman Trophy, is that it truly doesn't go to the best uh, the the best winner or the best player in college football every year. If you look back, Quentin Nelson would have won it in a year, right? Chase Young probably would have won. Again, the Joe Burrow year is what's different. Uh, you go back, you go find whoever the best offensive lineman that made it through. They're probably the winner, right? Or the best edge rusher, right? Nick Bosa might have won it uh, if he was healthy that year, just based off of this definition of best, not saying if he was healthy the whole year, he would have won it, but, or Joey Bosa, right? Or, um, or, or, or Jalen Ramsey. Right. Or uh, or other Jonathan Allen from Alabama, Deron Payne from Alabama, guys who are the best players, not not based off their draft success, based who are the best players in college football. That's the flawed aspect of the Heisman Trophy, in my opinion. So if you're asking me, should have been like Jalen Carter, Peter Skaronsky, Marvin Harrison Jr., Caleb Williams. Those four guys, I think, are the best players in college football. And he went from there. I think the winner probably should have been Jalen Carter or Marvin Harrison Jr. Coin toss for either one of them, because those are the two most dominant players, in my opinion, on both sides of the ball. But with the candidates that we have, I'm, I love Stetson Bennett as a player. I'm throwing him to the side. He's not even in the conversation for this, in my opinion. Uh, has a great year, obviously, with his team. They're 13-0. Got a great chance to win the national championship again. If they can get past Ohio State and presumably Michigan. I'm throwing him out there. He's not one of the top. He's not one of the, the, the he's not the best player in this list. He's, he's the worst in my opinion. I'm going to take out CJ Stroud as much as it pains me to say, because his team did not win a conference championship. They did not lose to Michigan in spite of him, but they did not win. Excuse me. They did not win. They, they did not lose to Michigan in spite of him, but he did not give an extra mile to win that game. I think Caleb Williams has done that in the past. And then next, I'm going to take off Max Duggan, as, as much as I hate to say it, because the kid has all the heart. It's just the stats don't really back it up as much. Yes, he has a great touchdown-interception ratio. Yes, he's got a lot of yards, but he, he too, played a conference championship game. Um, and his team, he willed his team to come back from a lot of games that he was down in. But the, the argument could be made, play better in the first half or earlier in those games. You wouldn't have had to will your team to come back. So – I personally would pick Caleb Williams. He's the, the most passing yards of the four. He's got the most rushing touchdowns of the four. Um, he's tied for the most passing touchdowns and then tied for the least amount of interceptions. And he's, quite frankly, the most dynamic player of them. He carries his team. USC wouldn't have had 10 wins. if USC wouldn't have been in a position to go to the college ball playoff if it were for him. And I think as that roster gets better uh, around him defensive-wise defensive, defensive wise and, and, and see who they lose to the draft offensive line-wise or skill player-wise, that team's going to be scary down the line. So my pick from those four is Caleb Williams. That's who I think should should be the Heisman Trophy winner. But if it wasn't from those four, Jalen Carter, Marvin Harrison Jr., because they two, those two are the best two players in college football, in my opinion. Caleb Williams, one of those three. Uh, but the Heisman Trophy is a little flawed in that aspect. So we will see who wins. Give me your prediction in the comments. Um, I'll – 
I'll, I'll kind of look through them. And if there's someone I missed that you think is one of the four best players or, or three or the best player that wasn't Jalen Carter, Marvin Harris Jr., uh, Peter Skaronsky, Caleb Williams, Drake May, and so on and so forth. Let me know. Comment it down there. And then let me know who you think is going to win this Saturday. Again, make sure you go subscribe to the Takeover Sports Network on YouTube. Um, but until next episode, I will see you all later on the Big Ten Takeover.